0: Woo! Hello! Episode number 46.
1: 46. The big episode 46 where we promise to treat you better than Jimmy Fallon on a first date with Nicole Kidman. hi I am Parlance. Oh, I was just about to
0: say also that I am fresher. It's Fresher Parlance, chef.
1: Fresher and Parland Show, live-tweet us at at Fresh and Par. getting it out there early. If you have something you want to talk about, please do so.
0: On the tweets. But, um... So, I was just thinking, I don't know... How many is a year of episodes? Because we're past a year of doing it now.
1: 52 would be a full year.
0: We're super close to that. We're, like, basically on our uh, winter days, winter break days of, uh... in school when you have to make them up.
1: <laughs> yeah, the make-goods...
0: Yeah, Yeah. that sucked in school when you had to like make up days because there was some snow day or something.
1: So where I come from in Pennsylvania, they build like 10 snow days or 7 snow days into the schedule. And if yeah. you don't take any, they just subtract them from the end of the year and then you get to leave early. That's cool.
0: I mean, but then what if... Oh yeah, that's a good idea. I guess we don't have snow days like regularly enough for it to matter.
1: Right, because in our school district, I think you needed to get 180 days in. That was how it worked.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I don't know how that stuff works. Anyways, we're on our snow days. Yeah. Um, So, we saw that Ant-Man trailer. I know. I don't know about that. I do like that they made fun of the name in the trailer. They're like, but are you really set on the name (laughs) Ant-Man?
1: Okay, so I feel as though this is finally the one that Puts Marvel over the edge. Really? Like the, I don't know. I mean,
0: it still looked watchable. I'd I'd probably watch it.
1: To, I think it took it over the edge to sucking. That's my feeling on this.
0: I think that it uh, pretty much rode the hornet.
1: That's yeah. So that's the new jumping the shark. Riding yeah. is, it, is it rode the hornet or riding a hornet? Uh, I guess rode the
0: hornet. Yeah, because it's got to be past tense, right? Riding the hornet. That's what it has to be called. Like jumping the shark. Kind of riding the hornet.
1: Yeah, yeah, so that's, I think we need to use that, as a matter of fact, from now on in, uh, until proven wrong, because if Ant-Man's good, then obviously we can. Um, Originally,
0: though, I didn't even know the origin of Jump the Shark, so, I mean, I'm not really one to set, I mean, it was your idea anyways, but, <laughs> I kind of stole the silly thunder. That's okay, that's fine. Um, it's, a, it's a group effort. It is a group
1: effort and but here's the thing. When we're walking down the street and we're like, oh man, I was watching that episode of you know, Arrow, man, they really rode the Hornet on that one. Like yeah. we'll know where it came from. We'll know where yeah, it came from. Right here. I'm pretty sure that's original. It's definitely original. But th- as soon as I saw him flying the Hornet, I was like, oh I,
0: like, uh, I was yeah. like,
1: Ugh. It's like honey I shrunk the kids.
0: <laughs> oh no. Wait, what did they ride? A fly, probably, right? They rode an ant. I'm pretty sure they rode something that flew, and I never actually saw that movie. How about the sequel, Honey, I Blew Up the Kids? Neither of them.
1: Okay, Which trunk one was better? Uh, the first, I think. The first? Yeah, that's when like they find the Oreo, and they're like, oh my god, and they're just like <laughs> eating, because the Oreo's like, you know, 1,000 times their size, and then they're eating the Oreo.
0: I like the spy one better where they, like, shrink the submarine and have to go in uh, somebody, and then they take control of him.
1: Inner Space?
0: Inner Space. That I, one. J-
1: I just watched the first hour of that movie. Really? Was it on TV or something? It's on demand right now on uh, the uh, stream picks or whatever, free. It's uh, starring Dennis Quaid and Martin Short and a very early
0: role for Meg Ryan. Really? Oh, I th- I thought that was a pretty good movie. I mean, I haven't seen it in, like, super long, but... It was pretty entertaining. It's, it's still pretty good.
1: Um, I didn't finish it, but had I finished... I liked what I watched of it. i watched about an hour of it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Um, the only part that's completely unrealistic... I mean, outside of the fact that they shrink a guy and throw him into a, into a body. Um, yeah. But uh, there's a bad guy in that movie who, who I didn't remember at all who has, like, a fake hand that yeah. he can, like, take off and put, like, a knife on and then, like, a gun. And he walks around, he puts the gun on, and then he puts the glove over the gun. And he's just, like, walking like this. And he, like, shoots somebody, like, the, uh, with the glove hand. And I was just like, I don't remember this at all.
0: <laughs> I feel like the, another hand-type situation that I always forget what it's from is in The Big Trouble in Little China, when he has just, like, that hallway of all the different, like, weapon hands that he has. Do you remember that?
1: Oh, uh, not as
0: much as I remember the fake hand in uh, Kingpin oh yeah that was I forgot about that movie too that was pretty good and that's it for hand trivia everybody (laughs) thank you for watching give us a
1: hand (laughs) (laughs) so uh,
0: speaking of giving a hand I watched uh, the interview this week oh yeah I saw it last week when it was real news <laughs> uh, Korea's already over that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, exactly. Now Korea's like South, North Korea is like a training partner with China. Are they? Uh, well, I saw that they're easing tensions.
0: They must be like, oh wow, you're really good at hacking. Let's be friends. <laughs> I heard that like, uh, because China was super better friends with the U.S. recently, and like they like came out like, no, we're super, we're way anti uh, cyber terrorism or whatever. So I mean, if the U.S. is, like, squarely putting the blame on North Korea for the hack, even though it's semi-controversial. I think that China would not... I don't know, I didn't read that, That China was, like, behind them or whatever. No, well,
1: I saw a news headline today, but apparently, um, I mean, I don't know how... They said that they were using... Um, what's that when you, like, I, go into an, another IP to, like... Oh, like, like, they were spoofing their location? So here's the thing. Yeah, they were spoofing their location, but apparently they didn't spoof it well enough because when they logged in to do the spoofing, they it was using a North Korean IP. Yeah, but that's, that was...
0: that's what the secretary of the defense, or not secretary of defense, but some CIA guy said, or FBI, one of them, some government the, person. The
1: secretary of spoofed IPs. Yeah. He
0: came out and said
1: it wasn't spoofed well enough. But if they could, here's the thing: is that how do they know that, that the the uh, the first the originating North Korean?
0: Uh, I know they could have I... just been double spoofed.
1: I know, seriously. They spoofed
0: it to make it look like it was North Korea.
1: I know, seriously. This is.
0: You know, what's the truth? I don't
1: know what the truth is. All I know is that the interview was okay.
0: Yeah, I thought it. I was. It was better than I had originally anticipated. It was really similar. I like that it wasn't too jokey. It was kind of serious, but not really. I think it was really similar to that uh, End of Days or whatever.
1: End of day? What movie are you talking oh, about? I, right I don't ago? know. The
0: other one with uh, Seth Rogen and stuff.
1: Oh, this is the end.
0: This is the end, yeah. Because that was kind of dark and like kind of serious, but then also not really at all.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I thought what's this uh the uh James Franco? Yeah. I thought I thought he was the shining star of that movie.
0: Yeah, definitely. He was like the main character.
1: And I thought um I actually thought that the guy who played Kim Jong Un.
0: Yeah, he was pretty good.
1: Yeah, so weirdly enough, like, ever not ever noticing this guy ever, the guy who played Kim Jong Un, never seeing him in anything, randomly watching an episode of The Office from the last season. Yeah. He, he showed up for a brief episode, like, very small part, and I was like, hey, like, I shut off the interview, went upstairs and put on that because we we're trying to watch like, the last. Right after? Yeah, right after, and. And my wife was like, hey, that's Kim Jong-un. I was like, hey, it is Kim Jong-un. It was just random. And then I happened to see that there's a, a new series, I think it's off um, ABC, called Fresh Off the Boat. Have you oh, seen yeah. this?
0: Wait, uh, but they have a one like that that's by Vice.
1: Yeah, well, trust me on this, it's not like Vice. It's essentially an uh, upcoming American situation comedy starring Randall Parr, Constant Wu, Ian Chen... Uh, that is loosely based on the life of chef and food personality Eddie Huang and his book Fresh Off the Boat, a memoir. It is the first Asian-American television situation comedy since Margaret Cho's All-American Girl.
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot about that teen.
1: I I did forget about that, but I watched it. I saw the trailer for it, I should say, or whatever, the TV promo for it, and I was like, whoa, this is groundbreaking. I don't ever remember a... um, Asian comedy, but now I've just realized Margaret Cho's all American girls, so there you go. Yeah, I
0: don't know why there wouldn't be more. I mean, they seem, I guess it's just in the US because clearly in Asia there's lots. <laughs> I feel like what the, it's kind of like,
1: like tongue in cheeky where they're like, it's like fresh off the boat, they're trying to Americanize themselves or whatever. Yeah. Um, But I almost feel like it's playing up on the stereotypes like really, really bad. It's like are
0: saying it's super racist.
1: It might, it might be a little racist. So I was thinking, like, what would have been more interesting, and if I had created a all-Asian TV show, it would have been based off of a Tiger Mom.
0: A Tiger Mom?
1: Yeah, that whole thing, the Tiger Mom. You know what a Tiger Mom is? No, I guess not. I just well, know, like, Flash Um, Tiger Mom is a book written by Amy Chow. I don't know how you say it. Chu Chow, C-H-U-A? Chow, how do you say that? C H U A. No, don't, know. I don't know. whatever. Chow. Chow. Um this it's the subtitle of the book is a story about a mother, two daughters and two dogs. <laughs> but no, it's essentially like a Tiger
0: mom or a mob
1: tiger mother, tiger mom.
0: Tiger mom. That makes more sense.
1: Yeah, but essentially it's talking about why, you know, Asians are succeeding so much in society is because that they have a very strict and um uh strict I upbringing I, it seems for their like a reasonable yeah, um, but it it was a big deal. I don't. I can't believe you didn't uh, um, remember about it. But it, it, people were treating it as like a how-to guide or whatever of how to raise kids because she felt like that there there was you know other other ethnicities were lazy or whatever, and she Asians were like doing the thing because they had to succeed and they had this drive and blah 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 blah. Uh, long story short, back to the interview. Um, I I yeah. I really like... I really, I didn't really love it, but I, I really liked it.
0: I decided on a Fresher and Parlance movie review scale that I would give it a 7. Oh, I would probably give it a 7 as well. Because I think that I would suggest... It's not necessarily, like, good, but I would suggest for people to see it, because it was different than I expected. I don't know how much, like, that it, the whole big deal with it plays into it, but, I mean...
1: And since we are friends of the Katy Perry uh, fan base... Um, yeah, I
0: think they unfriended us, actually.
1: <laughs> oh, damn.
0: Because <laughs> I mean, they were following us on uh, Twitter. Yeah. I don't think that they do anymore. But, Let me check.
1: But anyway, they uh, we should just make sure we get a hashtag Katy Perry on this episode. Yeah, I
0: know. we got um,
1: To get, get them back. But yeah, there was a lot of Katy Perry in this film.
0: Ooh, another thing. I mean, unrelated to Katy Perry... um. We, like, now with our new uh, episode cover, we have background images. What should our background image be this week? We'll just talk about Uh, it on the air. We're just going
1: to have to keep talking until we figure out what it is that we want.
0: I know. I figured that we could pick at the end based on what our uh, conversation, how it meanders.
1: Yeah, where it leads. You never know.
0: Even though we have a list of, you know, topics. So far, barely anything that we've talked about actually was on our list.
1: (laughs) That is no, that's not true. We riding a hornet, jeez. Anyway, um, so I uh, speaking of riding a hornet, how about taking some steps? I uh recently got a Fitbit Flex, this thing right here. See that thing right there? It's
0: super fit, bitty,
1: and very yeah.
0: Flexible.
1: Um, I have set a goal of uh ten thousand steps a day. I guess you don't realize how little steps you take in a day until you measure how many. I steps think a
0: that's day. the whole thing with uh. Those trackers is people don't know that they don't do very much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the good news is is that I started wearing this this device on Saturday, and uh, it's not really a New Year's resolution per se, but I've been able to manage to get 10,000 steps every day.
0: Have you? Did you get 10,000 today?
1: Not yet, but I will later. Nice. Well, I only well, have, according to this, I only need uh, 2,460 more steps.
0: Nice. Let me see uh, on my... Handy dandy watch. Oh, what? I am at 9,342 steps for today.
1: Well, you're gonna get definitely gonna get to your your 10,000. I exceeded my
0: goal of 7,500 by 1,842.
1: That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So if you have a, a Fitbit uh, or some sort of step tracker, pedometer as they're called, why don't you reach us out at Fresh and par and tell us how what kind of goals yeah, you set so you and. Can, if, uh
0: we could we could work on this goal together guys
1: that's true um but speaking of uh being healthy i had a bit of a battle today i oh don't know gosh. if you, i don't know if you know this i don't think that i do yeah so i i uh, i'm i'm going to take this a brief moment in time to talk about my medical insurance
0: oh no yeah this, this is like a Thanks, Obama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag thanks Obama.
1: <laughs> Hashtag whoa. Um, so I've been I won't get into the details of the medication that I have, but it's just a very common medication for a very common ailment. And um, I've been getting this thing for you know years now. Um, yeah. and they for whatever reason they now require a prior authorization for this drug. Oh my gosh, they check your ID? No, like, a prior authorization is not like, they won't, they won't prescribe it to me without a doctor's written approval or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but, so, I'm freaking out because, like, the website's saying one thing, they're saying another thing, um, because there's all these classifications, like, brand, non-preferred brand, generic, yeah, yeah, right? I mean,
0: it's always weird.
1: Yeah, but the, it's showing up as brand, and there should be no problem with brand, because it's not, like, off-brand, um which is like you know the high like high cost like you need to get an alternative drug yeah um,
0: alternative
1: so, drugs so, so, so apparently they uh, they first this is so i put in my cuz you know i like to do everything over the internet so i just go like hit the buttons like some, you know resubs- like resubscribe resubs- essentially you know re up your, your your prescription because you could do it all automated
0: yeah, and I, then, the internet's
1: the best. Yeah, and then I get a phone call yesterday, a message from my doctor or whatever, my doctor's assistant saying, oh, we have to give you this new one because they're not accepting the old one. And I'm like, what? Like, they're not accepting my old one? What are you talking about? I've been doing this for years. How is that possible? So I uh, then get a email from my pharmacy saying, hey, uh, you know, we're about to send this out. It's cost 300 and some dollars.
0: Oh really so it costs way more now?
1: Yeah so I was like three hundred some dollars. well this was for the other drug that they wanted to do because they couldn't do the drug A, so they rec- they moved to me to drug B. Yeah. And the drug B went for it went from me paying sixty bucks for like a three month supply to three hundred bucks for a three month supply. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's a pretty so big lo- difference. Huge difference. It yeah. So, I went on the, the interwebs, looked at my thing, and it says it's like a brand, but it's like charging me as a non brand. So then I called them up and I'm like, well, what's the deal? First off, I don't want this other drug. Just get rid of that. Get rid of that. I don't want that one at all. Why would I pay full price for that? I want to get my old drug back. Just give me that one back. 60 bucks a month. And they're like, well, now you need this, this um, doctor's approval. I was like, okay, well, didn't they speak to you about this? And they're like, yeah, yeah, but just have them give me a prior – they call it a PA, prior authorization. Yeah, yeah. And it lasts for one year apparently. So – um, and then it comes down to this, and this is what I found out fresher. She's like, but I'm seeing here that it recommends that you take – there's these other drugs, and we'll call those drugs C and D, right? <laughs> With no problem. yeah. They're like, with no problem, you could just get these, and they do the same thing. You can get C and D with no prior authorization. So I figured out their scam. Is and by the way, drug A, my primary, the drug I've been taking for many years, yeah, um, has is still sixty dollars. Like, there's no additional it cost didn't it, change at all. It didn't change classification or whatever. They just now require prior authorization. The sole purpose of making you do this is that people get frustrated. And they just say, F it, just give me, the, give me drug C or D.
0: So they're just like basically like trying to get around this other company who does drug B. Well,
1: no, they're trying to get around the, the – forget B. B's out of the picture. I don't even know where B came from. My doctor just randomly selected one. She's like, yeah. they accepted it. I'm like, yeah, did you check the cost? Because I'm not paying that. Um, but, of course, the, they're just trying to get me draw, off drug A to push me to drug C or D. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, well, so okay. So this is now we know what happens is is that just so listeners understand this. When and next time you they you get this weird hiccup, um, and maybe people understand this because oh, they're drugs for hiccups. Yeah, drugs for hiccups. Every time you get hiccups, take drug A. But if not, go for C or D. I get
0: hiccups um, like all the time. That would be pretty useful for me. So, so are you dr- turning your head upside down and swallowing? I usually just hold my breath. Okay. And it works in a couple like maybe thirty seconds.
1: If anyone has cure for hiccups that would like to share it to the Fresh and Par show, please reach us at Fresh and Par. Um, the anyway, the 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 bottom line is that they hold you hostage because they, they don't feel people will always just be like, hell with
0: it. I don't yeah, want to be like the least resistance.
1: Yeah, just give me C or D. And the reason why they've got C or D is that they they the whatever with the pharmaceutical companies, they negotiate like a lower Rate than the quote unquote invoice price. You know what I'm talking about? Like the uh, yeah. Yeah. So then they're of course they're like, oh, if I'm going to pay for, it's the same thing. It's doing the same thing. So just go and do. It's not like a generic version. This is like another drug from another pharmaceutical manufacturer.
0: Why can't you get the generic one?
1: Because generic's
0: it Yeah. It's all.
1: They're all patented. All of them are patented. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this is not like serious drugs. This is not for like crazy shit. This is something I've suffered with all my life. It's just like, what the fuck? It's like. And it, and that's my point also is that it's a pure scam, just yeah, to get me dumb. to yeah. I mean the
0: drug companies they're out to get you. Yeah. That's
1: so classic. well, the thing is, is then I email my doctor because we live in the world where you can just email your doctor about stuff, yeah. and I'm like, uh, hey, uh, could you just send me over one of those? P-? I was like, I was all like pro. I was like, could you please send <laughs> yeah. me over a? Could you fax over a PA to my to CVS? Um, you go to CVS. Yeah, yeah.
0: They have a CVS here now.
1: Well, um, my form, my insurance is CVS. So you have a mail order CVS. Yeah.
0: Oh, mail order. I heard they're opening one here now pretty soon. I think there is a CVS somewhere around here. There totally hasn't been. There's never a CVS here. It's I'm pretty been.
1: sure. I'm pretty sure there's a CVS. I've seen it. I've seen one.
0: They're opening. They're just starting to open. The okay. first one I think is like in Renton or something.
1: Got it. Um. So anyway, yeah. So that's the thing. So folks, if you... I'm gonna let you know how this turns out if I end up getting my drug A or if I get pushed into drug C or D, but oh, I don't know. You didn't I, get you the PA. I'm waiting. No, well that's the thing. I emailed my doctor. I said, oh, "Hey, yeah, could you?" He didn't get could back you do... And well, it's a she, and she. They didn't
0: get back
1: in. Uh, yeah, and she said, uh, "Well, the assistant came back. Well, like, they. I think she already did that. Um. So, and that's why we had to move to this other one, drug B. And I'm like." Well, they're saying they didn't do that, so here's the thing. I got about like a month's worth of this stuff left, yeah, so so I have that long to sort this out, otherwise, I'll be doing c or d um yeah, so anyway, stupid insurance, and this is not Obamacare. this is just like you know people trying to make profit, you know that's what happens when you have profit in your medical system free market yeah, free market. you know, speaking of uh free time
0: <laughs> of what oh. Also, I was going to say, though, doing stuff online. Doing stuff online is the best, like you were saying, emailing your doctor or, like, all that stuff. Like, I always do something online if I have a chance rather than calling in because usually the calling in is just an automated service anyways, and then you have to wait forever and then press the button or, like, say the word and it doesn't understand you. But do you ever use the online chat things when it says, like, chat with the representative now? Every once in a while, let me let me quickly go back t- to the um,
1: the the phone yeah. conversation I had with the online pharmacy.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh my god, I I got a little heated. <laughs> was because, it an automated system? No. Well, first off, to get out of the automated system, you had to be a freaking ma- statistical master <laughs> because it was just you just had to have the patience of I don't know a unicorn because you know unicorns have
0: a lot of patience. Yeah. No, they have everything.
1: Yeah. Um, I I, I will say that I had to have more patients than my actual primary care physician. She has, I don't think, very many patients. Um, But the um, – so first off, getting to the actual person on the phone was a chore. And then when I got on the chore, they kept doing analogies like this to me.
0: Yeah.
1: She's like, well, you know how there's brands of purses – but they do the same thing. Like Who for instance to do
0: stuff like that? That's <laughs> I I go, she goes,
1: she goes, um, so like if you buy a Marc Jacobs bag for a hundred dollars or a bag at Target for fifty dollars, one is fifty dollars and one is a hundred dollars, but they do the same thing. They hold stuff. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I get your analogy. And by the way, they did this with
0: jeans. Wait, so up? they did all, like, they had to be like, okay, but to be sure that you understand, it's and I, like jeans. <laughs> <laughs> do another one just like that? Yeah, yeah. That sucks. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And I, and I said, this is
1: what I said. I said, I understand what you're telling me in the sense that this costs this much. I understand you're saying it costs $300. But yeah. you're not explaining to me why it's three hundred dollars, and by comparing it to jeans, or and by the way, I did this in the office, no one is around. I think you, everyone was in a meeting. I go <laughs> by comparing it to jeans or comparing it to a handbag makes absolutely no sense because I'm not buying jeans or handbags. And I just <laughs> and i just I just want to know why I'm seeing brand type drug on the website and you're telling me it's off brand and I have to pay $300 versus $60. And it's not because, A, it's one's a Mark Jacobs and one is a thing. They're both brand medications. You're, yeah, you're making no sense.
0: Yeah, and no, she's not going to be able to explain, like, the difference between the drugs because there is none. They both do the same thing <laughs> or whatever, right? I know.
1: Well, my point was is that the website was saying one thing and she was saying another thing, and she kept saying, well, I don't have access to the, uh, the website. We just have what we have. That's a dumb answer, too. Well, that's what I said. And then I said, well, is there a way for me to flag a mistake on the website so you can investigate this further? Yeah. And we could determine which one is right, you or me, because right now it looks like you're trying to screw me. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know, right? <laughs> so you should have just said, like, um, my answer, if I was making stuff up and I was the customer's care person, I would be like, uh, sometimes the website doesn't show the most up-to-date information. Because I feel uh, like that is a valid answer, even though it sucks. Well, that's
1: the thing. It was it. It's that could be the case, but if that was the case, then prove it to me. Tell me why it's not the case. So, um, because it was show, it, like it was all messed up. It was just messed up. Dumb. And uh, but speaking of jeans, I had a guy try to sell me jeans on the street today. It was very awkward. <laughs> he came up. so This Did guy comes have up them with him. Or was it like the ones he was wearing? No, <laughs> he had well, he had something in a white bag, okay, <laughs> like a trash bag, and he came he, and and I was just waiting for my friend outside his office because I was just walking um down there yeah, and I who would buy that? Well, just hold up. This is when he comes up to me. He comes up to me, he goes, "Hey, son," he goes, "You like jeans? You like jeans?" <laughs> yeah. I go, "I mean, yeah, I guess I like jeans." He's like, what but I'm I'm on you up right now. what Will you about 38, 38 waist size?" About 38.
0: Really? I was going to say, like, what kind of waist size are you like?
1: <laughs> I go, I go, I go, I'm not really interested in my jeans. <laughs> so then the next thing he went one straight. So he moved off the jeans. He moved off the jeans. And he's like, you military? You military? Step five. <laughs> so he, and then he went on this whole thing. He's like, I don't even know what he's like. 33rd Battalion, Marines
0: started
1: Listing stuff, really? Yeah, he, he was just start listing. Just stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, and he saluted me. He's like, "I am just trying to take a train. I took a train up here. I just moved here. I was trying to get a job with fishing factory. I never got that job. And now I'm just trying to make a living selling jeans. You know, just selling jeans, doing stuff on this. Just trying. I'm trying to, to pay my way. I'm trying to pay my way. And and I was like cornered because I was just stuck there and I couldn't do anything. And uh, I gave him fifty cents. Did, it even, did he even say thank you or go or anything? No, he said thank you and walked away. He said, I'll take anything you got. And he took it and then walked away. Interesting. Yeah. But, um, but it was the weirdest thing. Yeah, he tried to sell me jeans.
0: Like, that does not seem like it will be very successful. <laughs> I don't Who think so. Buy Who buys like, <laughs> jeans? Who buys jeans from someone on the street? Oh, and, and not only that, they were Perry Ellis jeans. He oh, came what?
1: up to me. Yeah, he's like, you like jeans? Perry Ellis jeans?
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure those are hot items.
1: What's we- what's really we- uh, absolutely what's really weird is like they were clearly waist 38 because I saw him walk by like I don't know maybe 20 people after yeah. he pro- approached me, but he didn't approach anyone about buying jeans because no one looked to be approximately yeah, a waist he size. He was dude. like
0: he was picking his target. which was, was a pick- idea. That's what I would do if I was trying to sell a pair of 38 size jeans.
1: That you just stole from Nordstrom's and/or Macy's. <laughs>
0: yeah. Was it like was the bag branded? No, the bag.
1: It was like you know uh, the white trash bags that go into your it's kitchen. Like the red strap on the top. That's exactly what it was. Oh yeah. It's crooked. Yeah. There, yeah. There was no chance I was buying that. There. There is not a situation in my life that I would buy jeans from a derelict down the street.
0: I know. Me either. I think I'd. I don't know. I'd rather, something I'd rather forge some new pants from duct tape. Yeah, me too, for sure. Or, like, use the garbage bags. I mean, <laughs> if I'm, like, that desperate, I'm going to not, like, especially not buy them. I mean, I could get free jeans, like, somehow. <laughs> it's, 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 you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was... It... I'd wear garbage <laughs> jeans first.
1: <laughs> so, um... On Saturday, a little little wizard whispered in my ear. It said,
0: Fresher play Dungeons & Dragons.
1: (laughs) Is that true?
0: It's true. On Saturday, I was playing Dungeons & Dragons for the first time. Never played before.
1: So who was your dungeon um, master or keeper? It was
0: pretty fun. It was my friend, Brian.
1: Is Brian a listener to Fresher in
0: Parlands? A bunch before. It's cool because I mean I think I like. I always was gonna play in high school or middle school or I think I had like the old set that was my dad's or something, and I was reading the stuff. But it's like so much trouble. I think I like almost made a character a couple times, but it's like a lot of numbers and like I did not even want to bother. It's like making your character is ridiculously time consuming and not that cool. And then once you have your character if you don't have someone who's actually going to do the story, which I didn't want to do and my friend that I would be playing with didn't want to do, we just wanted to play. So like there's no dun- like you that's the dungeon master has to be knowledgeable. Like that's super key cuz they're like controlling the story. So like yeah. But it was pretty cool. He had a good story. And um he like made up stuff for our specific characters that he helped us make. My uh my character's his name is Jake. I picked that, and uh, I am a gnome cleric.
1: A gnome cleric. Is your partner
0: the fat man? My partner, no. I mean, it was a like team of like four people or whatever. But, I
1: was, you know, by the way, that was a Jake and a Fat Man joke, and if you got that, good for you. Good for I you. I was
0: thinking more Jake and Amir, personally, because that's Jake. one of my favorite web uh, webisode shows, besides Fresh on Parlance. Yeah, I was going to say, come on, dude. I know. Jake and Mia, though, they're really good Tuesdays. They're on College Humor. (laughs) I should uh, hashtag that. Get some cross-promotion. I almost went and saw them when they were in Seattle. Oh, they they do do live tours? They do do live tours. But, uh, yeah, no. Dungeons & Dragons. I think we're going to play again this Sunday.
1: And did you do some homework? Don't you have to do homework
0: for that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, so, like, I have a bunch of spells or whatever, and I didn't, like, actually read them. I just picked them all willy-nilly because I didn't ran out of time making my guy. <laughs> and, like, so I actually went through and uh, separated out the spells that I have and so I can see what I can do or whatever. So I did do that. I made a spell. I made spell cards.
1: So I thought maybe I was, like, you know your your uh, dad had those early Dungeons and Dragons books, so I quickly went on eBay to see if they were worth money.
0: Yeah, I don't um, even know
1: what happened to them. Oh, some of them are worth money, it appears like. But in the process of when I typed in first edition, um, first edition Dungeons and Dragons, the uh, a set of five first edition Game of Thrones novels came up, and they have yeah. a a buy it now price of 1200 dollars $1, well, $1, $1, for five books that's someone crazy. so uh jared from the uh prodigal from sons subway? podcast prodigal sons podcast from subway yeah jared from subway jared
0: from subway uh, same um, difference right <laughs> <laughs> well
1: um one eats Smooth. sandwiches and one sells sandwiches you figure yeah. out which one is which oh um the uh he he just said he's a level 12 vice president whatever that means i don't know what that that Jeff might be not said that what?
0: He just said that?
1: Yeah, he, he put that on uh, his, um, he messaged me on Facebook.
0: Oh my gosh, is, because it's not on Twitter.
1: Yeah, I know, I know, That's seriously. Cool, I, I know, totally. Private message Facebook. Private message, well, you know, I, I saw... We'll take whatever versus, we can get. Yeah, we take whatever we can get. Yeah, if you just want to privately message us about what your feelings yeah. are about the show, just let I, me know.
0: I think that I'm level two. I guess, because we played what? once. He said, like, next time we play, you're going to be level two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. What's a level 12 vice president? I mean, what's a vice president? That doesn't even seem like a real thing. He's I, lying. Is that a joke? Boy, that's, lie. A, that's a weird joke. I don't get it. I wish I, Maybe I would get it
0: if I played Dungeons & Dragons. I don't know. I think the main thing that I gathered out of playing Dungeons & Dragons, I mean, it's fun and all, but it seems so much like video games are better, like <laughs> like there's you have to like write down like, okay, he hit you like minus so and so from your hit points or like you spent so and so gold on this, and then it's on your sheet and you got to like write down like okay, minus whatever, wait, how many silver are there in a gold thing, and it's like, I use this spell, like these are like if there was just an app and you could be like plus minus plus minus for all this stuff, it'd be way easier, yeah, that app is called Final Fantasy. I know it's like every <laughs> RPG, but it is cool though that like this, uh, the story is custom or whatever. That, I think that's like the main part of Dungeons and Dragons is because you have the dungeon master or whatever. They make this; you could do whatever you want, and then they'll just kind of like uh, direct it to whatever it's supposed to be. Oh, for sure! I'm holding your feet to the flames right now because oh so we got we did get some tweets. Yeah, he he went he went, he went public. <laughs> Level twelve. Vice President. Yeah, so
1: apparently that's a Futurama reference, and you are a bigger Futurama fan fan than I am.
0: I do like it, but I don't remember that. But Futurama does have some good references. Also, hashtag no hashtag.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll never forget you, memory deleted. I know.
0: (laughs) It fit into our previous debate quite well.
1: (laughs) Which, by the way, for the folks who don't know we uh we fresh that be he and I fresher in parlance had another thirty minute or we were still debating it after the show I, I was
0: because I was still thinking about it it was a it's a it's a very controversial thing I mean because there's really no i mean it's super debatable like because it's just one of those things
1: <laughs> okay, so speaking of something that's not debatable, but I did want to talk about it, we should talk about it is talk the price Talk about it. So this was actually a, someone actually asked me to talk about it on the show. I'm not super knowledgeable about it, but I thought I would take a shot at it. But um the price of oil going taking a shot <laughs> Take a shot. Yeah. Yeah, hope and I I'll use a shotgun that way I it shoots far and wide like that so just yeah, you know, I make broad. Yeah. Mattering But or I I've been seeing a lot of posts on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter about the, the sub-$2 gasoline.
0: Yeah. I just bought gas, and it was a little bit cheaper today.
1: I filled my tank, almost almost filled my tank. I still had a little bit of gas in there, and it was like under, I don't know, $27 or 26 bucks. And I can't remember a t- I can't remember. I literally can't remember the last time it was that cheap. I don't remember filling my tank. And only being 27 bucks. Um, but a lot of people have been talking about the, the ramifications of the price of oil. And I don't know if you know this, but um, so I, first.
0: No, th- I, mean, I would just think that it would make uh, renewable energy less profitable, and so then it would shift away from that.
1: That's true. And you know what else it would shift away from? Fracking. Oh, really? Yeah because the average price of gallon to actually get it from the ground into like the cost per barrel is anything
0: like not profitable anymore cuz it's yeah. like really high margin.
1: Yeah, cuz it was uh it's anywhere between 60 and 80 depending on how you you talk like on the average here but like so right now gas is like something $48 a gallon, I'm sorry, a yeah. barrel. So they're losing $12 a barrel every time they bring it up out of the ground. So yeah. If we go with the low estimate, if we go with the high estimate of eighty, they're losing, you know, like thirty dollars a gallon, a barrel—not a gallon, a barrel—every time they pull it out of the ground. So it's a money-losing venture. So we may see a lack of, um,
0: and that's like a pretty new industry, just because gas was so expensive.
1: Well, that's the thing. The technology was made came to fruition because it became profitable to do this crazy high uh, price. Uh, New technology, because apparently the, what makes it really expensive is not so much the drilling, but it's the water and the chemicals to yeah, separate. The
0: processing thing yeah. That, yeah, I don't even know what it entails, but
1: essentially I, the way I understand it is you shoot um, chemicals into the shale, and it ex- extracts the uh, oil or whatever the, the the gasoline or the crude from yeah. the the thing, and then they use the water to flush the, the to separate the the. The, the crap and the chemicals from the oil, and then that, and that's, and what's happening is that's what's causing all those like um, earthquakes and stuff. Because what it's doing is you just keep popping holes in the ground and then flushing out the shale underneath it, so you're creating like these hollow layers. Oh with yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: been a lot of sinkholes recently too.
1: Yeah, so that's true. Exactly. And so, but other impl- implications of lower uh, gas and or loyal oil, loyal Oil prices is that, you oil know... Oil prices? Lower oil prices.
0: lower
1: boils. Oil boils. Um, oil
0: the lower oil.
1: <laughs> but um, is that there will be more money in consumer pockets. So that means, A...
0: I thought, like, during the Bush administration, I thought they did something about that. they like, lower prices, there's more money in your pocket or something.
1: Well, it's true. It's It is, it's like a cost, it's like a, you know, if you don't spend the money here, you're going to spend it there. Kind of thing. Yeah. So if there's, if there's more money into the system, that's it's going to get funneled into consumer goods. That's the idea, anyway. I don't know how true that is, uh, but that people say that. Trickle but
0: down. Oh, trickle down.
1: But also, well, actually, that would be trickle up. That's the exact opposite, I guess. Kind of. Yeah. Um, so the unintuitive. so then <laughs> the anti gravity trickle up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but. Uh, less money for Russia, which could cause more instability in that region if they if people start losing their jobs and econo- e- the economic system is like not in a great shape in Russia, there may be some un- unease and it could bolster um, the hardline stances that Putin is taking and make him more. Because as you know, like when people are desperate, they tend to to they
0: like to, polarize or whatever.
1: Yeah, they get polarized and take maybe a little bit more fringe beliefs. Um, Uh, OPEC, on the other hand, which used to be a quartel, but not so much anymore, here's what they're doing. So, here's the thing. So, there's never been any, in the world, in, in the history of, like, the world, there's never been more oil production because of all the shale and all the different places and, and the deep sea drilling and all that crap. Um, OPEC used to kind of throttle their 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 uh,
0: output yeah, based to keep the. I mean, that was the whole thing with the reserves is that we have all this, but we're not using it, and then they throttle it to keep prices stable.
1: Yeah, but OPEC is essentially saying "f you, world," and they're yeah. just saying they're because for them to get, they don't they don't actually know how much it costs. Like, but because they have so much of it and it's just so close to the surface and it's super easy to get at. Yeah. It's it's like less than like 5 bucks a barrel to get yeah. out
0: of. It. So, so it's like all a profit for them.
1: So they don't care. So they they're no longer going to stick to their um they're not going to stick to their I'm going to throttle the prices to make it higher anymore. They're just trying to drive other people out of it like the frackers and
0: all that. People I think that that seems like a reasonable I mean that's the free market. <laughs> like the other thing is totally like a consortium you shouldn't do that. Right. Like so it it's like Yeah, it's and Screw everyone else and it'll mess up oil companies. Exactly. It's gonna mess up oil companies and
1: it's gonna mess up Russia, which but that see, this the geopolitical side of things now. However and then on top of that, as you mentioned before, this could potentially stifle innovation in the solar and wind space or the alternative energy space and could put us behind because people will think that, hey, I I feel
0: like it's already moved so far forwards and like renewable technology's got better that people are gonna go towards that anyways, because they're all, like, you know, hippies and stuff.
1: <laughs> Again, we're just talking, I have a, a list, a broad-spectrum list of the things that are affected by the cost of, lo- the, by the effect of having low-cost oil. Yeah. And then, and then lastly, um, this one is even more uh, poignant today than it was, say, last week, is that the Keystone Pipeline.
0: Oh, yeah. Will it even make sense?
1: It, well, it never really fully made sense to begin with. Um oh, no.
0: It's like, I mean, it already wasn't that defendable, but, like, now, I mean, is it at all?
1: No. And did you see Obama came out with the Congress? The f- Congress said, the first thing we're doing is we're going to pass the Keystone Pipeline Bill through both s- both houses. And well, and after
0: they have a different president,
1: or, like... No, right now. And Obama just came out and said, I don't care, pass all you want. I'm not signing that shit. Veto, veto, veto. Yeah. He just came out and said veto. Straight up the bat. And, and the Republicans are like... Not only are we going to do that, we don't care. We're going to try to defund Obamacare and then yeah. like and Obama's like veto, veto. <laughs> <laughs> so I've
0: been um back to that stuff like barely at all recently. Um and then uh we should briefly talk about the uh terrorism in Europe. I know, that's crazy. I like I'm not even sure what happened. I just saw the videos of some people getting out of a car and shooting people.
1: That's pretty much the gist of it. But I, I was
0: yeah. So I here's mean, the story they were organized enough that they couldn't they didn't get caught. they were just like it was like a strike or something so that to me is the most
1: weirdest part about this is like you go into a building you kill people and then escape. I mean, yeah. come on but I mean,
0: like, so... I, yeah, I don't know it's just i mean I guess people don't have guns there, so.
1: Well, they're no, there was a shootout. The French police were shooting at them in a car and
0: shit. There was an actual shootout on the streets. Oh, so the police got there in time? I didn't know that. I haven't, like, looked in. I just saw that one video. That's it.
1: They escaped, and um, I think they're still at large. I know one of them is certainly caught. Maybe today there was an, up... an update and others were caught. I'm not sure, 100%. But, but I
0: didn't hear anything about a, um, a motive or anything.
1: So this, you didn't hear the, mo- I mean, dude, you didn't hear the motive. The motive's everywhere. Is it? Yeah, they attacked a, a satirical magazine that published kind of um insensitive or characterizations of Muhammad.
0: Oh, really? It was a Muhammad thing again?
1: Yeah, so they went in and they shot the editor in chief, his two security guards, the artists who made the cartoons, one of which was like 80 years old. And and they just like mur- they murdered 12 people in in that in that thing and then escaped.
0: That's ridiculous. Yeah. I didn't know it was another Muhammad drawing thing.
1: It was another Muhammad drawing thing. Crazy. So the more I look into this, the more I realize that um, that the, the Islamic or the Muslims that come in and immigrate into Europe yeah. are kind of marginalized and treated like Mexicans are in the United States. I don't know if you ever thought about it that way. But, like, you know how they're from the, they're in the south. Yeah. And they're trying to escape, like, you know, Syrian gas chambers and... Like, all these crazy, all the conflicts that are happening in that Middle East, a lot of them actually escape and try to get asylum or citizenship in places like Sweden or France or Switzerland. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. so the, essentially, it's their neighbors to the south, much like <clears throat> the uh, Mexico is our neighbors from the south. Yeah. And right now, in Europe, they're having some... Mexico
0: doesn't sound as bad as, like, Syria gassing or something. <laughs>
1: I'm I'm just making an analogy. I'm not yeah, saying no, that they're they're exactly the same and I would never say Muslims are the Mexicans. I mean of it's kind of
0: like a, when you buy one brand of a bag and then you get the other brands, but you can carry things in both of them. That's true, right? <laughs> one's one's Mark Jacobs and the other's a Target bag. Yeah.
1: Yeah, one's Calvin Klein and the other is McGregor, but they're both uh, southern neighbors. Yeah, I wish I knew what like, a good cheap jean brand one is Joe's, and the other is Wrangler <laughs>
0: Joe's I don't even know that.
1: What is that? Yeah, uh... so, um, <laughs> the Muslims and stuff so anyway, so but then you start to look a little deeper into it. so right now, there's a bit of an economic unrest. I don't know if you know this, but there's a bit of an economic unrest in in Europe right now there's they're borderline recessionary. In many of the country is it, um, Germany is like the powerhouse, right? So they have the economic engine of the Euro region. Yeah, totally. and, and the thing is, is that because of the Eurozone, like if you get emigrate into France, you could go work anywhere else in the Eurozone because that's the way the restrictions are. You can um, work, right? You can work, right? It's like an open border policy among all the European countries, right? So like, what happens is that if, if like France takes thirty immigr- immigrants in from Syria, that's potentially thirty more like, Syrians all throughout the Eurozone. So right now it's very difficult times. So they're in a recession, pseudo-recession. They yeah. need jobs. There's a lot of unrest among, all the like, essentially the heritage whites, essentially the non-Muslims, yeah. who are now taking these hardcore anti-immigration policies, similar to our right wing right now. Um, and because, you know, these, these guys are coming in and they're taking our jobs because, you know, they're coming into France and then they're moving over to Switzerland or they're going over there. Um, so, there's been a lot of, uh, like I know in Sweden specifically, there's been a lot of kind of like hardline right anti immigration policies where like it's like hate crimes are happening against the Muslim population. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of spreading through that region. I mean, we know, and I think in 2010 or 2009, I believe it was, that like Switzerland banned the minaret. You know what the minaret is? Uh
0: uh-uh. uh.
1: The minaret is the tower that exists on top of a mosque where like it's like this. Um,
0: so, you can't have those?
1: You can't have them.
0: So they, like, ban religious stuff?
1: They banned that specific thing because they said it took away from the, quote-unquote, heritage of the Swiss countryside or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, the Swiss chalet.
0: I mean, yeah, all those places have way more, like, heritage stuff or whatever. I mean, they also have the real America, but... (laughs) Right, but my point, the thing is,
1: is that they take heritage and their heritage and they apply it to things that are only specific to... Muslims. So they kind of, like, are pseudo-racist in that regard. Um, or I shouldn't say necessarily racist, but certainly a little bit biased. And then, you know, in France, in where this crime happened, they banned um, women wearing the burqa.
0: Oh, really? That's I heard that maybe they were going to do that because, like, for a security thing, because you could totally rob someone because you have a mask on, but it's probably not that.
1: Well, they applied that it's... it's um, they're, they're taking senses like that it's – I can't remember the exact quotes or reasons behind it, but it was essentially along the lines of if you're hiding yourself, um, you don't – I forget. Now, I, unfortunately, I read the article and I can't remember what it is, but they banned it. And guess what? It was just upheld by their quote-unquote Euro – the Euro Supreme Court as yeah. being just. So, yeah, you can't wear burqas. So, like, that's another marginalized thing. And they did it in the – oh, they said it was religious freedom. You can't because they're so they're so uh, anti like public religious showings or whatever that yeah. the idea of someone wearing a burqa in public was being a almost like a public display of religion.
0: So you, wait, you can't wear crosses? Well, I mean, that's cathedral's and stuff.
1: but that well look at <laughs> they banned a the minaret and in, in um and yeah. but that's the heritage. But again, that's the Catholic heritage of France. You get what I'm saying? So it's like. So it's a kind of a lot of things that are happening that are happening in Europe right now uh, in relation to the economy and immigration policy, um, and then uh, you know just having a little bit of kind of a unrest, social unrest, and then this culminated with like this hate crime, and it begs the question that th- this I forget the name of the ma- it's like Charlie something is the name of the magazine that that yeah. right. Some people actually some yeah. some people actually took the stance that you know it's this those crazy editors you know just you know they probably you know essentially saying they shouldn't have published the images because they they got what they asked for essentially yeah um, um I don't know if that's the case I think that's unfair I think it's an unfair thing if like someone wants to publish those things then that's fine yeah right I
0: mean it's, it's super extreme to like I mean even though it's religious freedom or whatever I actually just watched. A uh the BBC short documentary about Scientology and about how like they totally get on you for you know if you like slander the Scientology story or whatever and say like it's a cult not a religion or because I guess in Europe it's not a religion it's and they're trying to like get more of a foothold in Europe now Scientology. Europe is a growth market. But since they can't get classification as a religion like they don't get a bunch of stuff. And they're not recognized. So they're trying to be classified as religion. So, like, they were totally getting, like, pissed and, like, you know, they basically follow you around and, like, totally threaten you. But they can't do anything. I mean, they could, but they don't, I guess. Like, if you call them a cult or whatever. But it sounds like that, except for more of the extreme. If you just have, like, a picture of Muhammad for their religion, it's, like, and then they just bust in and be, like, you can't do that. And then just shoot your whole office or whatever. That's, like, Scientology to the extreme. I know. I know. My, uh, my handbag analogy, as you might say. <laughs>
1: yeah. So uh, you know, let's see. Uh, let's talk uh, quick. Some quick TV talk before we head into our review. Re- re- review roulette. Um, I know you're pumped about Archer starts again tonight, season. Dude, five.
0: I know. And also, um, the I just saw that there's going to come back with uh, the Silicon Valley. I mean, I wasn't sure if since that dude died, you know. I didn't know if yeah. it was going to
1: come back, but that, that's exciting. I'm very excited about that. I I really like the just finished that, huh? I just finished it and I can't wait to watch it. The second season good. I it's pretty funny. And then um I saw that uh Tyson Neil Tyson DeGross is going to have a late night talk show taking on kind of like the same format as his podcast, which I believe he calls like Star... I forget what he calls it. Star, Star Talk. Pat. Star Talk. And uh-huh. um Yeah, and he's going to have, like, you know, Andy Rooney. Hi, everybody. I'm Andy Rooney. I want to talk about cords. Cords, cords everywhere. Well, he's going to have, yeah, cords. That's the only... No, cords, like, under my desk. Cords under my desk. Cords in my car. Cords everywhere. What am I going to do with all these cords? Anyway, um... The, uh... And that was my two-bit... Andy Rooney impersonation. Rest in peace, Andy Rooney. hashtag Rest in peace. Um, but uh, he's going to have a, a a closing like three minute segment with uh, Bill and the science guy.
0: I know that sounds cool. I mean, he's been known for his rants recently, which is you know cool.
1: So that could be a good thing. It's going to be on the National Geographic Channel, which I don't think as a a kind of cornerstone of of it's, alternative. It's
0: like a cable channel. I hope they have like online presence. I have well, objection. Stuff's going. Kind of well, like our show.
1: <laughs> we're already here. It's not yeah. like, yeah. It's the direction we've already taken.
0: Yeah, we're um, like a, a million other teenage girls on YouTube. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hashtag whoa. Hashtag whoa. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, and people who sing, who want to be stars, they, they know. often, yeah.
0: They want to um, be stars, but we are stars.
1: In, yeah, we burn brightly.
0: I've, I got, we got noticed on the street today, actually. We did get noticed on the street. That was pretty cool. Yeah. He was He was like, hey, you guys are from that YouTube show, Fresher and Parliance.
1: We were like, YouTube celebrities right here. That and then was pretty we were cool.
0: Like, we'll see you at your desk later, later. <laughs> co worker. <laughs> we'll see you at our desk later, co worker. <laughs> but we still All got right. the call out. That's what yeah. counts.
1: I'll talk to you later, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kyler. <laughs> So then, I I think it's 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 time. I think it's time. It is time. I'm pretty sure it's time. Are you ready? Let's see if I can get this thing. I'm ready. Okay, let's see if I get review roulette. We gotta get a good sound effect for this. I think. Plus,
0: now that we have that video thing set up, I can make a video for that.
1: Yeah. By the way, that that was totally slick. If you're watching, that we had a really awesome open. Yeah, I know.
0: We're, We're trying to get this process down.
1: Yep, but, uh, so this is the part of the show where we call, which we call Review Roulette, where we randomly select the title from the Netflix catalog. We then wait one week, in this case two weeks, to review that movie so you too can watch it at home. Last week's movie was the 2013 sci-fi comedy classic, Big Ass Spider. Yeah. yeah. Big star, starring the, fat, the chubby guy from... What's that movie or TV show? Oh, yeah, Heroes, which, by the way, is oh, coming yeah. back.
0: Yeah, because yeah. I thought he looked like the guy from uh, Queens of... King of Queens? Whatever. Yeah, no. Greg
1: Grunberg, uh American television and film actor, Mark Parkman on the series Hero. So uh, what did you think uh, of Big was, Ass um, Spider? I feel
0: like it was very between low budget and medium budget. But then the story was, like, not very good.
1: <laughs> I, know what your, I know what your favorite scene of Big Ass Spider was. I know what my favorite scene was, and I'm going to guess what your favorite scene oh, was. Oh,
0: yeah, I know, because I'm not even sure what my favorite scene is. I All right.
1: I So you know the scene where the girls are playing volleyball? Oh, yeah, that was in
0: the park, right? Yeah, that
1: was your favorite scene.
0: That was pretty good. And then, like, I thought, because they had that little girl almost get killed, and then she didn't. Well, let's get, let's get to the, um, we can build people up. To where we're at in the story, dude. The outfits, the
1: bikinis on the girls playing volleyball, were not only should they not have been. I would feel nervous just sunbathing and how skimpy those things were. That something may pop out. What? They were do that? They That's were play- No one plays beach volleyball in a bikini top that just covers your areola. Nobody.
0: They. I've I've seen it before. Yeah. Maybe.
1: Movie. Yeah. Maybe on a on a cam. Cam show. So,
0: <laughs> in real um, life, IRL, yeah. IRL. Anyway, yeah, ma- maybe in that we're bikini buch- chicks playing volleyball, and then a lot of them got killed. Um, so anyway, so
1: the, the, first it off, was this gory overall, I thought it was gory. So here's the thing. Let's start with first off, the the film it actually had a great open with a it had a cover from, and I wish I remembered. The, was it Storm? What was her name? It was
0: Storm something.
1: Storm... Storm Large. Her name is Storm Large. A cover of the Pixies hit um, uh, Where Is My Mind? And it was this like really great open. And it was really cinematic and quite... Interesting. As a matter of it fact, there's
0: still really bad special effects for the intro. I mean, oh, I,
1: didn't, I didn't care about the special It was just good. Like, if there was only one scene with the special effects, it was the spider at the end. So, the anyway, if anyone's going to watch this movie, you just look, go and, matter of fact, I may post it on our Facebook or Twitter feed. Essentially, the opening is on YouTube. Just watch that and you got the, that's the movie. No,
0: um, that's not the movie. I thought, yeah.
1: So but... it starts with him waking up on the ground. In this montage, and he looks up, and he's walking, and debris's falling down. He looks up, there's a giant spider on the building, and then, he, and then it flashes and back. There's a
0: bunch of like SWAT guys, like shooting at it from like super too far away.
1: Right, and um, and then it goes flashes back. It says twelve hours earlier, where he's like dealing with some pest in this woman's house who pays him. Yeah, a- he's pest control.
0: This guy, he's an yeah. exterminator.
1: He's an exterminator. He helps the lady from Kingpin. That's what made me think of Kingpin, by the way. The woman, oh, that yeah. first
0: woman, that was the
1: uh, 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 lady from the Kingpin, the okay. the and landlord. Was
0: so super dumb that at the beginning she's like all over him, and then, uh, and she's like, so when are you gonna get like, when's a nice like guy like you gonna find a girl or whatever? Because <laughs> they're gonna be super lucky or something. They totally <laughs> led with that, and then he basically hit on every hot chick the rest of the movie. Who was like a pseudo-character.
1: I know. Well, I mean, you dumb. don't... Yeah.
0: So, uh, whatever. That, that,
1: char- that scene was... her That character, actor, actress, whatever, you, that was a, that was terrible. Just set up that he was a pest. And then he gets bit by a... Uh, a uh, What was it? What's a that? brown recluse. A brown recluse. Spider, so you, and the next scene is now him in the hospital with a blonde nurse who's, like, unreasonably attractive.
0: Well, I mean, um, yeah. It's a movie. Yeah. But then, like, you know, he's doing a bunch of, like, He's like, so when you get out of here, maybe we could get dinner. He's just like straight up picking up on her. He's like, Oh yeah, also he said, This isn't my first barbecue. I hate those <laughs> like so- Oh, like Well no, and then he's like, When I look up nurse in the
1: dictionary, I'm sure there's just a picture of your face, honey. <laughs> <laughs> His pickup stuff was so dumb. It was terrible. It was terrible. So anyway, he he's like being flirtatious with a girl. And then he like he's it's not my first rodeo or barbecue, and he's like, just give me this, shoot me up with that, call it a day. And then he gets given a bill and it says, um, two hundred bucks to take care of this like procedure to get is uh which by the way is cheaper than my medication, FYI. <laughs> um the uh the
0: Oh I was gonna point out too, really quick on my notes I thought was interesting. Uh that old lady's cat's name was totally Mrs. Butterworth. <laughs> That's a good cat name. It and is also, a I also have in my notes I forgot. During that part where he was like um, you know, like you're like nurse in the dictionary. He said, "You're like the nurse in Nurse's Illustrated."
1: Oh, oh okay, so it wasn't it wasn't the dictionary. It was Nurse's no. in... it was Nurse's Illustrated. <laughs> which i'm assuming is a very popular magazine among a periodical among nurses nurses
0: yeah yeah
1: because you know nurses when they get home from work they like to sit back with a hot cup of tea and the latest issue of nurses illustrated <laughs> yeah. keeping up on that's what's what I
0: here that's why you
1: know yeah you got to keep on what's what's new in nurse world you know like when 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 when's the appropriate time to snap the glove when you put it on when it's not
0: you know those those
1: change over time. That's a it's a very specific. These it's jokes. Are snap! I know.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a trend. I mean, you have to know when to do it. And like other nurses know if you haven't kept up. Like oh, they didn't see the recent issue of Nurses Illustrated.
1: It's true. It's true. As a matter of fact, uh, if you reach us on to on Twitter, we may, though probably not, really gift you an a, a six month supply of Nurse Illustrated.
0: <laughs> we may or may not. But we may
1: we. not, but do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Say I want Nurses Illustrated. hashtag Whoa.
0: Yeah. But um, so anyways, he goes to the doctor. Two hundred bucks. He's all like, during this scene, they switch to the morgue. They get some body bag and like something's crawling out of it, and uh, the something is a big spider, but it's like at this point not that big, and it bites the morgue guy
1: mortician or whatever, investigator, yeah, right. the, the guy who looks at the dead bodies. Oh,
0: also, it's like controlling the lights, which they never explained how it could do. So it's making the lights go off. So this guy comes up out of the morgue, like, he's like, oh, man, I just got bit. And then the guy's like, I'm an exterminator. Like, I could kill that spider for you if you, like, take this $200 bill and make me not have to pay it or whatever.
1: Right, and he's like, I get in the head of spiders. I know spiders better than anyone else."
0: yeah. <laughs> He totally doesn't do that, <laughs> but so then he go, they they assign him the Mexican security guard guy to like go help him and like you know let him give him whatever he needs or whatever they tell the guy so you mean you mean Jose Jose, yes, Jose, and then he becomes a main character for the rest of the movie, but so they go down and they try to like he's talking about the spiders, like how big was it and so he's like, it's probably in the basement because it's warm there and stuff. So he checks the heater vent and it's open. So, like, it went in the vent. So he gives Jose a radio and he's like, all right, I'm going in. I'm going to go look for it in the vent. Like, which is dumb. Why did, Like, why didn't he just go to the basement through the stairs or whatever?
1: I know. It was the worst. It was but the so
0: worst. He goes in. He doesn't find the spider. And then, like, how did he even get out? I don't know. There was a lot of getting to places, like, very quickly. Like, all the time. They were in the park, then they were in the office, and there was, like, no time between. But anyways, they get out. Uh, The military comes and says, like, we have some secret experiment that's, like, escaped, and it's actually, like, that body wasn't supposed to be delivered here. So they quarantine the hospital, and, like, they're like, this is under our control now. Like, you should just leave because you're, like, a lowly exterminator. And he's like, no, this is my job. (laughs) And so, like, he, uh, yeah, he's all, like, you know, disappointed that they kicked him out and, like, it's out of his jurisdiction. And then, But the Mexican guy followed him. He's like, no, we should do this. If you caught that spider, it said it's the biggest spider ever. If you catch it, you're going to be famous, and then, you know, everyone will hire you for the exterminator and stuff. So he convinces him, as a partner, to go with Jose and him to hunt down the spider, even though the hospital – oh, also, I missed a part. One of the chicks – one of the the main military people, like the head of some division or whatever – is this other chick, and, like, he, you know, super hitting on her, too, and she, he gives her his card, and it's like, you know, well, if you need any help, I'm a professional, and then she gives the card back, and, like, clearly, already at this point, she's, like, into him for some reason. Like, they're kind of, like, flirting, but it's weird.
1: It makes no sense. And also to put context around the actor who plays the head of the military, that is none other than Ray Wise, the father
0: of Laura Palmer in Twin Peaks, just so you oh, know. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole military crew that came in was ridiculous as a doctor. Also, all the acting was horrible from those people. And it just got worse as it, as it got farther, too. It like, got way worse. It's pretty campy. But so anyways, so he's searching down, like, in the head of the spider. Let's, let's go where it is. And so they end up, like, getting to the spider right when the military gets to the spider each time. But, like, they're just too late. And he keeps calling the chick and being, like, you know, like, hey, I think I found it. And she's like, no, stay out of it. I don't want you to get hurt. And then it turns into this thing.
1: The first time he called her on the phone, I was like, dude, that's way too soon. You have no
0: game whatsoever. You should not be calling her for at least three days. (laughs) But so anyways, then he's, like, trying to think of like so where is it going to go next it's like it needs to feed or whatever so he's like it's going to the park because there's a bunch of people there and it's whatever so that's the part where the chicks were playing uh volleyball in the um in the park but then like there's this at this point the spider it grows way fast so it's like he's like it's it's stage four it's stage five it's approaching stage five yeah they keep talking about stages yeah but so then it's just like stabbing people in the park with its legs and, like, sucking them in and, like, and it's pretty gory. Like, I mean, it eats people's faces. It, like, rips them <laughs> apart and stuff. Like, but it's, like, not very good effects. <laughs> and so then they send the military to the park, and then he ends up saving the chick because she's stuck in the in the web, and they foreshadowed before that you can burn up the web with fire that he finds out on accident while he's in the heater duct. And then, uh yeah, basically just escalates and then But the Mexican guy, Jose, he's probably the best character in the movie because he's, like, the comic relief who's, like, just kind of wacky. He's the comic relief to the comic relief. Yeah, totally. And they have some good bickering or whatever. But then, so I don't know, I was going to skip to the end. At some point it catches up to the very beginning scene where he falls out of the car and, like, because the car has, like, some rubble that falls on it. And that's when he has to go rescue the military chick that he has a crush on from the main building in downtown LA where the spider has like laid its eggs or something. Right. And so like, it's like on, like on top of the building, like crushing it and then like fighting off Apache helicopters and stuff. And so they take the elevator up to the 60th floor on this building to like save them because they have all these live people still in webs to apparently feed the it's young to when it hatches. Yeah, it's to, it's to feed the young when it hatches, yeah. So then they're still alive, so they can save them. But, uh, yeah, they take the elevator up there, and then, like, they'd save her or whatever. I thought it was pretty funny, too. They had that, like, right before they left, they had that, like, super busty chick, like, be like, oh, help me or whatever. I thought that they could have gone, and I thought that the Mexican, or Jose, was totally going to, like, try to help her, and that was going to be his love interest. But then, like, you know, they turn and they're like, nope, too late for her. Because <laughs> she had, like, three spiders yeah. on her. <laughs> yeah, he's like, she's dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like probably they had planned that differently originally, and then they're like, no, we need to cut this out. <laughs> and they just killed her. Because <laughs> they kind of, like, they kind of focused on the, that chick was super busting out. I mean, it was, like, a separate shot. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, anyways, yeah, they get out of the, they take the elevator back down. Which is ridiculous because they're like stuff's blown up at this point, and then they they um they totally like attack the top of the building with missiles like right after because they were waiting for them to be able to save the chick. Right. And like th- this whole time they're way calm about it. Like they're not they're not like phased at all by like all right whatever and you know what I mean. That, that was dumb. Like the acting totally got way worse, and all the military personnel were like super casual about all of it.
1: The worst character in the movie was the 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 scientist who and did you I, I yeah the scientist I know he's dumb. Well but so did you go over the etema, like how this how they invented the spider? I no, I didn't. Yeah, um, the the tomato plant. See, they were trying to create a space a tomato that could uh, grow the size of essentially a. St- I don't know what he was saying. He was like, could yeah, you imagine a, t- a tomato that could feed a city?
0: I know. <laughs> like, it's like why is a tomato? This is It's you know, a tomato, <laughs> and they were using. They were using alien DNA that they've got from, like, a comet or something.
1: It, yeah, alien DNA to grow giant tomatoes that could feed a city. There happened to be a spider inside the tomato plant, and all hell broke loose. Yeah. <laughs> and how did the spider, first off, like, why, like, how did they let the spider go?
0: They didn't think to check the dead body before they shipped it off to the hospital? I mean... I don't know. No, they said that the body went to the wrong hospital. Ugh. The I worst. mean, it was a very weak premise for why the spider existed, but it like was bulletproof, and it was in the end, it was like definitely a hundred feet across. It so was, if like, super big.
1: So if you know, if I don't know if you know this, but this was actually a um, a uh, sci-fi original, Sci-Fi Channel.
0: Oh really? No, yeah. I did not know that.
1: I didn't know that either.
0: <laughs> I guess that justifies it a little bit more, but not really. So. Yeah, there there were a couple other holes. Let's see, they're so casual. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that was super funny. So, um, the military chick and the main exterminator guy. So they've been like flirting and stuff, and like I saved your life twice. Like does this like and then she saves his life once by shooting a spider or something. It's like no, we're even. He's like no, we're not. But like they haven't done anything. And then at the very end, after the building blows up or whatever. But they're stuck together with the web because she hugged him or something. And, like, uh, so she's like, oh, we're stuck together. I, was like, I don't mind or whatever. But then he has, like, the spider wakes up again. It's like, even it fell, like, super high. And they thought it was dead. It wasn't dead. And so they're like, oh, no. It's, and he's like, I'll go take care of it. And then the chick is like, all right, I'll see a babe. <laughs> <laughs> she's, they're already on babe status. Of, like, they literally met like three times like at all
1: well the thing is is what you should know is that when giant spiders involve it escalates relationships from one date to like 17 to like babe status to babe status yeah you go from it, babe. you go from strangers to babe in 12 hours matter of fact that should be the subtitle of this movie big ass spider strangers to babe in 12 hours yeah <laughs> I don't think that's just the worst this movie was terrible
0: yeah, it was pretty bad. But I, uh, you know, what's so... ahead in here? But I don't remember when they're from. I mean, in my notes. Oh yeah. Um, so, oh yeah. Well, that doesn't really matter. I mean, so they had a bunch from the military base. They had cameras on all of the um, military guys, and then they'd show like their view, like a video game, and they had like health stats and like it looked like a video game view. But they're like full on getting like killed hardcore, like, you know, and <laughs> like, oh no, we're getting killed. And, like, I was looking at their little health stat thing, and it, like, totally didn't change. <laughs> it, like, still said that they were healthy while they were dead. Like, their camera, they'd be, like, laying on the ground camera style, and their health thing would still be green. Oh, man. your detail, but I noticed. That was a, uh, that was a, it was not a very good movie. Oh, yeah, also, they did the, um... They sh- so when the spider was in the public, and then the news was reporting on it or whatever, they totally were in some super ghetto community, like, first, and it was totally like, hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I f- oh, my gosh. I forgot about that. They did a spoof on <laughs> the guy, weird. yeah, yeah, the hot, hi- the, we know, he's so stupid, the autotune guy, what was that guy's name? I don't remember, but yeah. But- and then they also, not only did they spoof him, but then they had a guy that looked exactly like Tupac Shakur. Who oh, was really? talking? Yeah, he was the bald guy with the white bandana that was tied up. Oh on the yeah, top. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a Tupac Shakur lookalike. Did you know that?
0: Yeah, no, that was pretty dumb. Oh man,
1: man. Yeah, okay.
0: Was bad. I don't know. It was dumb. Anyways, I get that's 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 the summary that I have of it. I think we went over the whole thing.
1: That's pretty much it. Let's give this thing a review.
0: All right. What? What? I, t- Use the drum roll. I don't have the button.
1: Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Four.
0: I'm also giving it a four. I think it's better than a lot of the other movies that we've seen that I've given lower scores. So, I mean, it's still... I mean, it was it was partially entertaining. It wasn't, like, horrible, but it was, like, a bad movie.
1: <laughs> it was... Yeah, it was... Pr- it, yeah, it wasn't... T- here's the thing... It it might be a fun... Uh, first off, I thought the opening was good. I know you disagree with me. It was yeah. meant to be campy, so therefore, if you like that sort of movie, give it a try. But in the grand scheme, in the world of cinema, it's not a great movie. And that's how we judge it. <laughs> All
0: right. Yeah, it was pretty not cool. Anyway, your yeah. apart, let's score! Four. 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 Welcome to Movie Phone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do you know the name of the movie you would like to see? Press 1
0: now. If you'd like to see The Terminator, <laughs> press 3. <laughs> if you would like I to would shut up... I how well that worked, though. It totally could guess your movie way fast. For, like, old-school telephone technology, it was pretty impressive.
1: Well, it's because it was, like, at the time, there was probably one or two movies that people wanted to see.
0: Yeah, and they so just, like, yeah. Just, yeah. That, takes, that takes some procuring.
1: That's true. You mean uh not procuring, you mean uh
0: Well I mean they need to like keep their thing up to date by a You, cu- you mean you mean curating
1: way. curating is the word. Oh, you yeah, mean.
0: curating, that is what I meant. Yeah. Word.
1: Yeah. Um so,
0: so, um so Instant Watcher, Rotten Tomatoes yeah, Fresh. We're gonna do Rot- rotten tomato fresh again, right? Yeah. We've we've been on a roll it, pretty much that's just what we do at this point. Yep, pretty much. Uh okay, I got mine. Ooh, I got mine too, but I know we've already seen it. I got Kill Bill Volume 1. Oh, yeah, we've seen that. say what's yours? I
1: got John Dies at the End. Promising a trip that trends time and space, a drug called soy sauce is sweeping the landscape and quietly robbing users of their humanity. Now it's up to a couple of slackers to to
0: stop the psychotropic invasion before it's too late. That sounds pretty good. What year is it? 2012. Nice. Uh, how long is it?
1: Uh, 108 minutes.
0: Oh, it's not too long. So I got actually I haven't seen the whole thing, but I watched some of this surprisingly at my friend's house the other day. But it's um Sam It's like I don't think it's a story. It's just like a bunch of really cool visuals. But let's I'll read the description. Uh, Unconstrained by dialogue or narration, this uh, contemplative documentary reveals the ties between the dueling rhythms of nature and humanity as found in diverse locations across the globe, from sacred sites and natural wonders to industrialized zones. So, yeah, I mean, it's really cool visuals. I probably saw, like, 15 minutes of it, but there's, like, zero story, no dialogue. It would be kind of hard to review.
1: Okay, so... I'm am interested in that, but not as a review a piece. Cool. I would. Yeah.
0: I'm definitely gonna watch this again later because I saw some of it at my friend's house.
1: All right, so let's put that as a separate thing. Let's do John dies at the end. Cool.
0: Yeah. Plus, uh, it sounds interesting. So our movie next John
1: week. John dies at the end. Be sure to watch it. Be sure to watch it for next week so you can enjoy our yeah, next week
0: or maybe the week after. I don't know. I mean, we're we're going on the maybe every week thing. It's not official. We're not making any calls.
1: Oh, jeez. we—I didn't. Oh, that's right. We haven't made any calls on that. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. I mean, it's like, yeah.
0: Jump, <intendent> jump,
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this is. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add? Because I was about to sign off, but I felt that was rude.
0: Yeah. Um. Let's see. I think I'm good. We we went over all our topics, and uh, I hope that we were thoroughly entertaining. Yeah. And I hope that our sound was okay. Let us know, because. Yeah. I, we're trying to adjust it. I can't tell what's going on. I got my mic thing going. On. I don't I can't tell. I think you're
1: going to be louder than me for the first time
0: ever. Yeah, I'm, I'm we'll see. We'll have to yeah. see after.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, uh that does it for this week, uh episode number 46. So, uh
0: this is Parlance saying Tootaloo and this is Fresher saying Later Taters.